Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well. Uh, you know what? I'm doing great now because I went downstairs. I went outside today. I braved the cold this morning. <laughs> You're a hero. And <laughs> what was really great, in all of this bitter cold, I went down to the lobby and I saw... Did they finally take down the decorations? That they took the decorations down. I, I did like a, a pirouette. <laughs> I was so happy down there. I saw our doorman, Leo, and I just I just spun and he said, I know, I know. So for everyone out there who was concerned about our excessive decorations in our lobby for the, the extended holiday season, I'm talking like, it's er, been like early November <laughs> yeah. until today through 2018, our long national nightmare is, is over. over. Yeah, congratulations to us. I can't wait to go see it. Um, just in between North Korea and Trump versus Bannon and SoundCloud and Jolly Christmas decorations and whatever else we're all talking about today, Jeff and I wanted to make sure that everybody knows that we have our live show happening here in New York City next week, next Wednesday, January 10th. Tickets are on sale right now at itsthereal.com. Jeff, I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and realized that for as much as we're known for our creative work and for our decade-long career, which a- another person pointed out to us today. That we're old? 10 years is a long time. Yeah. There are some of you guys out there who may be like, you know what? These guys are just interviewers and I'm here for the guests. And that's fine. That's cool. We love that you guys like our interviews. It's interesting to me to hear people who are like, you should get Cardi B on the podcast. And it's like she was already up here a, a year ago. Killer Mike on the podcast. Happened in uh, May. Have you ever thought of getting Mano on the podcast? Happened in 2015. Would you ever consider getting... Bill Bellamy. Bill Bellamy, I would consider getting on the podcast, but he has curved me numerous times on Facebook. So I'm still looking for a good way to get in touch with Bill Bellamy. I was looking for a solid hour... <laughs> When I woke up this morning. So we love that you guys love the podcast and we love doing the podcast. It is our honor to sit down with people and give them a platform for them to tell their story. Yeah. And also it's a good reason to clean up the apartment. Yeah. yeah. Some of you, though, probably have no idea how we got here. You might not know the years that we put in doing weekly YouTube videos out of our own pockets earning respect from artists and labels and viewers alike, the creative challenges that we met and overcame, and always trying to stay ahead of the curve. And that meant switching up what we do technically for a living. So yesterday we were on Instagram Live and somebody was like, what do you do besides podcasting and rapping and overall being cool dudes? And it's like, I don't know, that that takes up a lot of time. (laughs) That's a 24-hour job. But you guys, you know, you may not know the podcast that we did back in 2010. You may not know the the red carpet and music festival interviews that we did from everyone from Stevie Wonder and Questlove to Alice Cooper and Feist and J. Cole and ASAP Mob. And also we interviewed the dog from Annie. That was that was pretty terrible. Just just real quick, that, that was, was the low point of our career. That was the that was the worst thing that ever happened. We went to <laughs> so okay. Uh, again, we're self made guys. At one point, we got big managers, big music managers at a, at a company called Adam Factory. You guys may know Troy Carter, who is the Spotify executive now. But he he made Eve, he made Lady Gaga, he made like Charlie Puth and Lindsey Sterling. He's a big manager, and he had this company called Adam Factory. And we, your local hip hop sketch comedians, were taken into the fold, and we were right alongside John Legend and Miguel and. And, and us, right? Future was signed there for a week. Yeah. <laughs> so we we went there, and one of the first directives that they had for us, they were like, hey, you guys do these great absurdist interviews on the red carpets. They were like, we have invested in this 
bottled water company. Uh-huh. Actually, there were two bottled water companies that they were competing <laughs> investments. Both, both in-house. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we we're like, all right, we're with you. And so one was named like Hint and one was named... Like Other Water. Yeah, Other so, Water. So whatever. Other Water was sponsoring the red carpet for the premiere of the new Annie movie. Not, yeah. Not the old Annie movie. The Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith and Jay-Z. Right. You know, the, the one that we didn't see. But produced it, it was... So yeah. From like three or four if, years if ago. If people were thinking, hey, were these guys at the premiere of Annie back in 19... 19- right. We're old, but we're not 45? that old. <laughs> no. So uh, we get this email, and it's like, would you guys be willing to do this red carpet? And remember, Will Smith and Jay-Z and all all these, all these the actors in the movie, everyone's going to be walking this red carpet. Sure, we would love to do that, and we want to ingratiate ourselves to this new situation over at Adam Factory. Right. So we go down there, and— It's here in New York City. At the Zieg, at the um, Yeah, Zieg the Ziegfeld Field. Theater. Yeah, right. And so it should be said, we had done MTV interviews before— we're very comfortable on red carpets. We're, we know how this works. Yeah, you know how to flag people down and and do all that. So we get there, and they it's a very cold day, but it's it's sort of in this tent, and they they put us down at the furthest end of this line. So we are we are the absolute last people you would have to see before just going into the theater. Right. So Angie Martinez, who we said hi to, gets like the prime spot for uh, Extra or Access Hollywood, whoever she was working for, right? Yeah. Like everyone's going to stop by and see Angie. We're at like... We're, where you go we're, to like... Throw out your garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like all the, the other water that you have to throw out, <laughs> Don't we're bring there. bring it into the theater. Yeah. We'll just hand it to Jeff and he'll take care of it. We stood at the end of this line... And nobody would come over to us. Nobody had done any sort of production in terms of. It was like, just us. There was and no the, handler. The camera guy, right? Hey guys, we tried to get Jay Z. We tried to get Ty Ty. Like we were like calling out for like you know random Rock Nation executives who were passing by. Because that's the only people we wanted to talk to. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't like, want to talk Peck to us. Yeah, come on over. <laughs> and you know actors from the film and and he says I got Sandy. We're like, who the, is Sandy? Like Sandra Bullock. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> who is it? And it was a dog. Like the, the dog. The, the <laughs> so here's how the conversation with a dog works. It doesn't. It, it doesn't work. You have to get down low enough that the handlers who are behind the cameraman and are clapping at the dog, because that when the when they clap, then the dog will bark. The illusion is that the dog is going to be talking back to us, right? Snap, and the dog barks, and you cut it together, and it's cute. Guess what? Guess what? We're not into cute. So <laughs> dumb. By the way, so after we get through with this and we're so livid, Angie Martinez is talking to Jay-Z. We're talking to a dog and not Sandy. even getting good answers because the dog kept barking all over us. Like it so, wasn't the handlers kept clapping because they couldn't see our mouths moving. We got turned down by everybody except the dog and we walked home from the Ziegfeld Theater enraged. Just it was freezing cold outside and I'm typing on my phone had our new managers just trying to be like never let this footage out ever like just so mad so hungry and had a headache and i wish i had some sort of like tylenol or advil well at least we had the other water and some other water yeah some of you may not know that we put out a mixtape with dj drama featuring bun b mayno hannibal burris freeway lil john and got ourselves on stages at Bonnaroo and Brooklyn, and we put on a show here called the Yolono Tour, where it was like you only live one night only. Yolono. And we had a million people on stage with us, which was crazy. 
Some of you may not know that we took three years to craft Teddy Bear Fresh, our debut album, which had so many features like Currency and Smoke Dizza and Bun B and Angie Martinez and Tunji Ige and Jazz Cartier and Michael Christmas. I mean, we were also on there, like it should be said. You know what? It's a lot of features, but here's, we were also on Here's there. one that we don't talk about a lot. We asked Wale for a feature. Right. We went to Dykeman uptown so dykeman if, if you're not from new york dykeman is known for dominican parties during the summer in the winter time not as popping it's not as popping so wale was coming to new york to shoot a music video with chinks drugs yep and we hit him like hey we want to talk to you where can we meet up and he's like cool come up to dykeman i'm gonna shoot a video tonight for some reason there wasn't any timetable right it was sort of just like hey we're gonna be shooting all night come through and we jumped on the train and we headed up there and by the way i should be saying of course there wasn't a timetable like it's a it's a video shoot yeah like so, nobody's gonna be like hey <laughs> this is the detailed rollout of where we're gonna be instead it's come to dykeman yeah we'll be there there was no there was no call sheet so no. we, we we take the train up there and we jump off at dykeman and you know, miracle of all miracles, we step out on the street and we see a big tour bus. And we're like, oh, okay, that's where Wale is. Let's go, as we do, find Wale and, and talk with him. Yeah. So we wait for the light. We cross the street. We see Wale and his team boarding the bus. And we're like, great, let's hustle over there. And as the last person boards the bus and we're crossing the street, the door closes. And as we walk up to the bus, the it bus pulls leaves. away. <laughs> We're like, no, <laughs> we don't have Wale's number. Not at that time. No. And we hit up Wale's manager, Rich Kleiman, and we said, hey, where is this you know, video taking place so we can go to the next location? He's like, Dykeman. We're like, thanks. <laughs> Great. So the, we see the bus. Like, you have to understand, it's at night. No one's around. There's no, like, video crew to ask I don't know if they just stopped to get a bite to eat or something like that, but the bus takes off, and the two of us are it, just standing there. We're like, well, what do we do now? You follow the bus. So so we try to like watch the bus as it goes uptown. We just figure, like, all right, let's hustle after it, and we did. And we end up at some basketball court many blocks down the road, and we hung out there, and we're trying to hit, like, French's manager. We're trying to hit... Rich Kleiman, we're trying to hit just anybody who could help us try to lock down Wale just so we could be like, hey, I know we'd, we had discussed this idea, but let's work this into a realistic thing. Can we get a verse from you? So we wait around for a little bit and we see that Wale's filming off in the distance and Wale and Chinks are being trailed by this camera team and they walk by us and Wale daps us up. And he keeps going and he goes, gets back into the bus and the bus leaves again. We're like, fuck. <laughs> like, so, there's still nobody to hit up. The bus leaves again, going yeah. the opposite direction. We we lose the bus at some point. And I don't know how this happened, but we ended up back on that street corner. And we're like, do we give yeah, up the, now? Well, the original street corner. The original street corner. And we're like, do we give up now? Do we just get back on on the train and head home and, like, get something warm to eat and forget this night ever happened? Or... Do we stand there for 30 more seconds <laughs> and then... 30 more seconds? It was like 30 minutes. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying that to our right, we hear some guys say, hey... Are you here for the video? And we say, yes. We're we like... absolutely here for the video. Who are you, magic man? <laughs> yeah. 
And he was like, he, well, first of all, he says whatever his name is. And that wasn't important. Yeah, we didn't, you know, you're just some guy. What was actually important was who was with him. <laughs> his dog. His, oh, I'm seeing a theme. And he's, <laughs> and, and he introduces his dog as, he says, this is my dog, Waka Flocka Flame. The he's, dog. He's very famous. He's, he's Instagram famous. He's in a lot of videos. And by the way, that's not something where you just like say like he's Instagram famous and good luck looking it up. This was like, let me take out my phone, show you his Instagram account and show you how insignificant yours is compared to my dog. Yeah. The dog had so many more followers than us. We are so insignificant. Like anytime you think, oh, we're verified on it, it doesn't matter. That dog is like popping. That dog was like hundreds of thousands. And he's in every music video. And he was like, hey, where are we going? To find this Wale and Chinks video, we're like, I I don't know, and he says, well, let's try this way. So we end up walking due west with these dudes. Also, some other like white kids walked by, and and they were like, they were definitely from like Greenwich or something. Yeah, and they they were looking to meet you know who was ever on set. Like they might have looked like Tucker Carlson or something like. They were so white. Like, I understand that, like, we are white, but, like, they were so white. They're very white. Yeah. And when we we let them sort of, like, walk ahead, we're like, you know, let them sacrifice them, right? Yeah. And so we, we get there, and we see Mano, and Mano, <laughs> they, these kids try to dap up Mano, and Mano walks right through them towards us and gives us huge hugs, because that's our guy. Uh, Yo Gotti was there, Ching's Drugs was there, and Wale, and we eventually go up to Wale, and we're like, Wale. You don't understand what we've been through to get this verse from you. Yeah, it was almost like a vision. Qu- it was almost like trying to find the ring in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right. Like we had we had come up with this coalition of <laughs> we we met Waka Flocka the dog yes. and he led us to the white kids. And yeah, then, you know, <laughs> like it's like you you have somehow journeyed across all of Dykeman to get to this moment. Yes, and we are there with Wale, and we say Wale, we want to get you on our new project. Here's the vision. Here's the plan. Now all we need is the execution. And he goes, Rosé, Rosé, Rosé. And we're like, Rosé. What? Rosé, Rosé, <laughs> Rosé. No, like, what do you mean? Not not repeat yourself. <laughs> As Dan likes to say, did you not hear me or yeah. did you not understand me? And by the way, we were like, where's Ross? Not here. Every other rapper is here, not Rick Ross. And he was like... Basically, we had to get his verse through Rick Ross. Rick Ross had to approve it. By the way, I mean, it, clearly, that was a curve. It was like, yeah, I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, here's here's your next challenge. Go find Rick Ross and, like, get that. And we're like, Rick Ross already owes us a verse. <laughs> like, why, why do you think he's going to say yes to you, too? It was almost like we had defeated everybody else. We had to go meet the biggest boss. <laughs> so some of you guys may not know that for this podcast, A Waste of Time with It's The Real, we book... We engineer, we edit, we publicize, we craft the best, most consistent podcast in the game from our own apartment. Maybe people haven't heard this story. Have we told the FBI story before? Not here. We've we've only told it at like Thanksgiving. Yeah. When I don't know. Sometimes people do ask. They're like, "Well, have you guys ever had any interactions with like the law?" And we're like, "Well, one time. It was an off year. Uh, twenty could have been twenty eleven. Let's call it twenty eleven. Yeah, it was a prime number." Yes. And it was a good year because Obama was in office. Yeah. So I remember that. It was all, everything was good. The and sun was shining. We had already gone, we're, we're good voters. We had already voted at our local elementary school. And we saw a bunch of Jews there. 
The birds were chirping in the trees. That's right. And we had done our job. So we get a knock on the door. The way our apartment is set up, it's a big U. So we have technically two, two front doors. Yeah. One from my bedroom, one from the living room. And both are for where we get the drugs. <laughs> and so so there's a knock on the door and we're like, we've done our voting. We've done our drugs. We're all set. Yeah. We don't need to answer the door. We're going to pretend like Halloween that no one's home. Right. And that's usually fine. And something slides under the door. And I assume it's like, you know, a Chinese menu or something like that. And I look down and it's a business card sized it's like a card yeah it's like a manila folder but like shrunk down to the size of a <laughs> business like, card yeah, it's like downsizing the movie downsizing guys yeah that's in theaters with matt damon go don't, don't see, see it don't see it it's not that good so i look at this card and it has the insignia of the fbi the federal bureau of investigation there and i'm like well this is weird and i hear the footsteps go down the stairwell right because g-men don't take the elevator that's right i open this up it's it's printed on there the fbi has stopped by we'd like to talk to you about an issue and on the other side it says agent mayo agent mayo not our friend greg mayo or gary mayo as he has been called on the internet yeah who produces all of our music yeah shout out to greg not this gary. is agent mayo of the fbi and i look at this and look you slide that under my door i look at it it seems official i'm like I better call these guys and find out what they were looking for. So I do. I call Agent Mayo, who picks up, and they're outside at this point. And I'm like, hi, this is Eric Rosenthal. You just stopped by my apartment and slid this thing under my door. We're home. I was I was in the bathroom. Sorry. I wasn't in the bathroom. No, but good cover. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Real so, good cover. Hey, they believed it, right? <laughs> yeah. They're like, no problem. We'll come back. I was like, fantastic. I'll have the door open. And I hang up the phone. And then I tell Jeff, who's in his room. And I come over and I say, what the fuck are you doing? That guy does not work for the FBI. And I was like, oh, my God. You're right. So I call. Lock the doors. Yeah. Eric's like he's on his way back. And I say, oh, my God. So, so now now you've got it in my head that, like, we're going to be robbed. Yeah. So what, what can we do to stop this or to figure out who these guys are? And so in a fit of panic... <laughs> I am now dialing up the FBI. The actual, like, you know, the actual number to the headquarters. Which, you know, who knows what that is. What do you mean? I mean, like, I called up somebody. I'm just saying, no, it wasn't like I called, online. like, yeah, I didn't say, like, 911 or something. No. I didn't say Siri, give Siri, me. call the FBI. Yeah. Anyway, I get to whatever office that then transfers me to the New York division of the FBI and I have to then get on hold. And meanwhile, like, you can just hear the footsteps, like... You know they're on their up. way. Yeah. Like, guns drawn. Right. And I finally get in touch with somebody at the FBI who said... I say, hi, this guy just slid this thing under my door. He says his name is Agent Mayo. Do you know, like, who this is? Is this, is this person an actual agent of the FBI? And I get a pause. And the response is... We cannot confirm, but we won't deny. And at that exact moment... I, I can't even convey how much like a movie this was. But Jeff has that on speakerphone. And the moment they say the word deny, it's like... And we're like, holy fuck! <laughs> so we're reassured that at least this guy does work for them. So what we should have done is ignored it. <laughs> We should have actively stayed quiet and 
monitored the situation from behind the peephole. But what we did was put our foot against the door <laughs> and slowly open up and be like, "No, we were super welcoming. We were like, you're not going to rob us, right? No, we were like, hey, we were like welcome to our house. And remember, this is 2011 when we still believed in the government. That's right. And so they the come in days. and we're really welcoming. We're like, do you guys want crudite? Do you no, guys it, want hors d'oeuvres? Do you guys? We're want- like, what? What's going on, guys? You're the feds. And so this guy comes in with his partner and they say, you know, have you heard of some name, some name? And we're like, I don't know whether you're talking about a guy or a girl or uh, don't even know. And they're like, you haven't heard any strange noises. We're like, no. We're like, actually, before we moved in here a number of years ago, they reconstructed the whole place and they put an extra foot of concrete. So really, you don't hear much from any other floor. And we were able to play our music. And they're like, what? Like, (laughs) we're searching for someone who something as bad has happened to. Don't tell us about, like, the construction of this apartment. Well, they said that the person upstairs had disappeared. And we're like... Well, that's why we haven't seen that person. <laughs> or, or heard anything. Yeah. So, at a certain point when we've given them all the information that we could possibly give... And by the way, we didn't rat anybody out, so chill. Yeah. So, chill, okay? So, shouts to Cameron. We're not the feds. They're the feds, okay? Yeah. They were like, all right, so uh, what do you guys do for a living? And we said... Wait until we put out this episode <laughs> right before our SOB show here in New York. Hey, get your tickets at itsthereal.com right now because we're going to be telling lots more stories on stage like this. Some of you may not know that we are a two-person operation, that we live and die off every small decision we make, that we agonize over the order of episodes, that we turn down money-making opportunities because we refuse to be sellouts. What we do is stay true to us and hopefully you guys and we hope that you see our work ethic our track record and our results and feel like we're doing it right we are creatives like joe budden and we create like joe budden and we are unemployed like joe budden but we cannot do everything ourselves so that's why we turn to you guys we hope that you will support us in our adventures across this country and the next one happens to be next wednesday at SOBs here in New York City. It is a show based around us and our talents and our jokes and our humor and our stories and our music and our friends and our family. And it's called It's the Real Two SOBs. If you've been to our shows in New York, in Los Angeles, in London, you know what it is. There's a focus on us and our hilarious stories, of which we have many from the 10 years we're old in this business, on our talents and certainly on surprises. As creators, this is going to be an epic night. And just as important, if you live in New York City or Jersey or Connecticut, please further or wherever you are, please let other people know because people might not be aware that we're doing a live show next Wednesday night at SOBs here in New York City called It's the Real Two SOBs. Also, if you live on the floor above us or <laughs> once did, please contact the FBI because they were looking for you about six years ago. That's right. So here's what we get a lot of the time. People are like, why aren't you guys bigger? And I think that there's honestly a lot of reasons for that. You could say, well, if you guys kept doing the sketches forever, you would be bigger. Maybe you could say if you didn't sell your TV show to a certain network and they got on and, you know, that would have been your way to success. If you did more of this or this or this, it would have been bigger. Or if you had different guests on your podcast, it would have been bigger. We're trying to create a bigger wave, right? 
Sure. We're trying to create a bigger wave here, and part of that is doing these live shows. And I think we've had a lot of success in navigating those waters so far. 2017 was a phenomenal professional year for us, and we want to build on that for 2018. And part of that is for us to do these live shows that focus more on us and our storytelling and our personalities in different cities, Toronto, Atlanta, Houston, Philly, the DMV area, go back out to the UK, go back out to Los Angeles, maybe do the Bay out there. We want to take this show all around. And our hometown, New York City, is the first date in 2018, and we wanted to make this one special. So if you guys are in or around New York City, now is the time to go get your tickets to what will be a very, very, very special night at SOBs. It's thereal.com is where you can go get tickets. Be part of this movement. Let's do this thing together and build this thing of ours into something monumental. 2018 is all of our year. Thank you guys for your support. We really look forward to seeing you next week. Jeff, anything else? I just want to say that we are going to be doing more episodes like this every once in a while. We're going to be doing more episodes of Two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review the Movies. We're going to be doing some more things that are more out-of-the-box ideas that are not just, hey, let's have an interview. Um, I think that we want to expand the idea of what a hip-hop podcast can be. Yeah. And and, and by the way, if you look at our journey throughout these these 10 years... That's always what we've been doing. That's what we want to do. We want to stay ahead of the curve and do fun things that keep you guys engaged. With all due respect, if we had a guest on like Sandy the dog, right? <laughs> would you guys tune in? I don't know. But if we did Pictionary with Sandy the dog, then now we're talking. Yeah. So <laughs> look forward to that. Uh, new episodes of Waste Time with It's Real coming soon. Book coming later this year new album coming sooner than you think more live shows on the way again go to it's the real.com right now support your boys it's the real this wednesday night january 10th 2018 doors at seven show at eight sobs here in new york city tickets at it's the real.com right now bring a friend bring your family bring a date bring your dog <laughs> bring your dog bring your dog so we can talk at it that's right as always jeff not, not, not for real for real sure sure we'll see you guys on wednesday Brrrah!